Wilds, stories of curiosity, play, and grit. I'm your host, Mindy Reeves. Together, we'll venture into the wilds to discover how creative fire spills out the veins of personality. We want to hear the grit, the dirt, and the messy parts of your creative life. How do you get your insides out? How do you keep finding your path of unbridled creative flow? Lost in the wilds? Even better. We want to know your grit story in the making. No finished products here. Process only, please. working on fiction. They write for different reasons and with much different foci. But they get together every week to encourage each other to keep going. I wanted to dig into this relationship a little to see how and why it works and what the creative, emotional, mental, and maybe even spiritual benefits are of having a creative buddy. Stephen and Will, thank you so much for talking with us today. Well, Mindy, it's good to be here. I'm Excited and nervous. Cool. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. Mindy. This is Will. Uh, it's great to be here. Awesome. All right, so let's start with something easy, maybe deceivingly so. Why do you write? And anyone can feel free to chime in first. <laughs> hmm. uh, that's a great question. Um, in my case, this is Will. Um, I've been doing a lot of writing over my career, uh, my former career as a scientist, there's a lot of scientific writing, and mm -hmm. there's a creative element involved in that, although it has much more of a factual focus to it. It's kind of more straightforward and structured, uh, but I always enjoyed that. I, I enjoyed crafting a paper that, even though it's a scientific paper, it was something that people might like to read, and you can really... Uh, you can write a you can write a really easy to read scientific paper, or you can write a really crappy one right. that's, that's a chore to read. So I was into you know crafting it so it would be readable, so people wouldn't be blocked and and you know they would make yeah. it through to the end and not just turn away after the first sentence. Um, but I always wanted to see if that enjoyment would be extendable to another realm where it would be a little bit more creative because I had a story about myself as not being a creative person. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, stick to the facts, you know, apply a template. Uh, but so I wanted to see if I could, uh, you know, see if that's true. Am I really not a creative person? So yeah, I've, I've tackled creative writing and it's been a fun ride. How long ago did you start in your more creative writing path? Uh, it was uh, maybe year and a half ago or so. Oh, wow. Yeah, I started by, by taking an online class with a professor at University of Wisconsin Extension on creative writing. Maybe it was two years ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's awesome, and uh, I'm still doing that with her. And it's really helped me with learning the craft and also, um, you know, getting some confidence about the fact, you know, yeah. I think I, you know, I can do this. And so, uh, you know, 
sharing this with Stephen has been a, another really big deal there. Uh, we can talk more about that if you want. But Yeah, cool. I love um, what you're saying about when you were doing the more scientific papers that that's such a creative process, taking something that a lot of people consider to be hard to understand and dry and turning it into something very um, right. digestible. It's That's a talent in itself. May I say one more thing about yeah. that? Yeah. So what happened was I noticed, in my, I started noticing my own experience of reading other people's scientific papers. Right. And I would sit there and go, Man, this feels like taking a drill bit to my skull. You know, I can, I just, I hate reading this guy's papers. Uh, and then there will be other papers where you just start and it's like you get transported away. You just, you know, it feels really easy. You know, you go all the way to the end. And I started wanting to know why that was true and how to make that happen. The latter one, not the former one. Very cool. Yeah. Cool. So this is another place to have a buddy involved. Yeah. So we get to show each other our stuff and talk about that kind of thing. Yeah. Nice. So Stephen, why do you write? What do you get from it? I, I think I write for my own amusement. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've got, I do have papers going back to like the fifth grade and stories from high school. What, what strikes me about what Will and I are doing is that my, most of my earlier writing, my outside of my scientific writing was unstructured, unguided, and not not a lot of feedback. Now when I when I when I wrote my papers in graduate school, you get a lot of feedback and it's to me it, it felt more like finding the blocks and putting them together. Mm -hmm. Now creative writing for me, I just kind of I've always thought of myself as a great first draft writer. Where I just kind of spill it out there and then have to go back later and reassemble the pieces. So I think I've been kind of an unstructured, unguided creative writer, and that that can only go so far. Yeah. Um, and in my particular family, we don't provide feedback. We're on a big email list server, and you can ask a question, and it'll be people won't answer. And so a lot of times I send out <laughs> what I think are very funny things. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> I can imagine this. I don't get I don't get any feedback. And I think with with Will So I never know if, how how what the quality of my writing is. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to think how you and I got started. It must have come out of us talking about writing and then saying, you know, like I'll do something if you do something, mm -hmm. you know. So let's let's get together. It actually took us a few minutes to come up with a name. Yeah. <laughs> for you know, just call it the Writers Mill. Oh, for yourselves. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, we. Yeah. Our group of two has a name. I like that. The Writers Mill. It kind of gives you even more accountability. It's like we got to go mm -hmm. to our meeting. Cause... I think here, here's what I like about Will is that I do get feedback. Mm-hmm. We went to a writing workshop together. They had four things to do and not to do. And the, the biggest one was don't be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good just And these are two women up there teaching. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, okay. And I think with, with Will, I mean, there's some vulnerability to exposing to say, hey, mm -hmm. take a look at this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's been the, the feedback and the support has been 
tremendous. And I think this is one of the first times that I've gotten the feedback because before I just did without getting feedback. And I have no idea. I always thought I'm, I always think I'm funny, but I have no <laughs> idea if other people think I'm funny. And in one, some ways I don't care, but I'm at the point now where I do want feedback. Mm-hmm. And that's what Will and I are, it's one of the things that we're doing for each other. Yeah. So humor is a big part of your narrative memoirs? Yeah. 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 How would you describe your sense of humor? Do you have words for it? A lot of it is a, <laughs> a lot of it is is puzzlement at, at some of life's. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. The one thing I wrote that that we first worked on was my sister is only ten months younger than me. Mm-hmm. So for six weeks of the year we're the same age, and when I was a little kid, it, she would say that to me. Yeah. And it would just it would infuriate me, and I never understood the math of right. You know how could that happen? <laughs> <laughs> And so I think I I try to write that way. And if anybody's being made fun of, I try to make it me as opposed to saying, yeah. um, you know, that it's something else. But Yeah, I definitely have seen that. And just emails. I mean, that's yeah. writing. I read from both of you guys have a, a nice conversational feel. So I think it's so interesting that you both came from science backgrounds. Um, yeah. And then you've really been inspired to go the more creative route. And I'm sure your science background still influences or has provided some kind of something there. What do you think about that? Hmm. Yeah, I think I think I, I approach learning about fiction writing in sort of a scientific way. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to learn. This is my nature. You know, I, I want to see his dissertation. <laughs> no. <laughs> It's a book that thick. No, it's more like that thick. <laughs> That's great. Oh. They've got like a, a six-inch gesture they're doing here. Yes. You know, six-inch thick dissertation. For well, what, what um, sorry, what type of science? Uh, chemistry, organic chemistry. Okay. Yeah. Um, but what I was going to say was that... Um, I, I tend to approach it in a scientific way. I mm-hmm. want to go learn the craft of creative fiction, you know, everything about it before I show up and actually start doing it. You know, I'm a big preparer. Uh, I think yeah. a lot of scientists are that way. They want to gain expertise in something right. so they can feel confident enough to show up and do it, you know, and, mm-hmm. and not take too many risks, you know, not not, yeah. not just put stuff out there and have it be, you know, viewed as crap or whatever. You, yeah. know, you want to come out of the box with something good. But as you can... I'm, I'm sure you can tell that strategy can be overdone mm-hmm. and can lead you to do nothing. Yeah. You know, that nothing ever gets created and put out of the world. So this is one thing that, um, I, you know, that, that's a block, or if you will, or uh, a challenge, let's just say, that, that um, you know, I've been working on. And working with Stephen has really helped. We, have, we, think, we think alike in many ways. And um, just having a, a person who's not a dick who's very supportive, yeah. who um, uh, is really present with me in my writing, and he can really, uh, ex- he can express the experience he's having of reading it, you know? You, you know, when you write something, you, you, you're trying to get across something, but yeah. you, you don't get the chance to be the, the, the person reading it for the first time. Right. And so Stephen's very good at reading it for the first time, and, you know, 
presencing what he's experiencing when he reads it. Yeah. It's really yeah. quite awesome. You have so, to be really I mean, present with yourself when you're reading where, I don't know, it sounds like that's something you're both cultivating yeah, is yeah, really being present that, actually. when you're reading yeah. or writing. Yeah, here's what I'm experiencing while I'm reading this, or what I was confused about, or what was clear, or what was great, and so forth. So one of the big things about this group is it's moved me from my constant preparing mode, mm-hmm. my desire to be an expert before I show up. It's moved me from that to, you know what? We have a meeting coming up tomorrow morning. <laughs> I want to show Stephen some of this stuff, and I'm going to just yeah. finish it up and get it to him. And so I'm getting this car out of the garage and driving it around. You know, and it's it's not perfect, yeah. but it's uh, it's such a better way to learn about it. Yep. To actually do it, you know, and get it out there. Yeah, get it out there. Yeah, I like that. So, um, yeah, the science world seems like it would be kind of a harsh place for a creative writer because because um, you do have to be really vulnerable and put yourself out there when mm-hmm. things might not be perfect. And from a scientific perspective, it's like you have to have backup. You have to have proof for every single thing and several sources on mm-hmm. that. And yeah, you otherwise, an yeah, you're not taken seriously. Right. And um, that could be really discouraging for creativity, but... Now, my impression of Stephen, you tell me if I'm right about this, but you seem to have, it, be, uh, it's, it seems to be easier for you to get something written down on paper and, 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 and give it to me, uh, or send it to your, your family and so forth. Do you have a similar challenge that I do about over-preparing and wanting it to be perfect before you'll get it out there? I probably have less than I should. I probably should be more <laughs> wanting to prepare, but hmm. um, I've probably done more presentations than papers, and, and there, there's a part of me that just um, goes into maybe an altered state where I just take over, and I don't, I don't really... I know what I'm going to say. I know I'm, uh, that it's either... If it's scientifically right or that if it's uh, some fiction that I just want to get it out there. And then that's when I want the feedback because it maybe it made sense to me, but did it make sense to you? Mm-hmm. Or I thought this line or paragraph was tremendous, but how did it come across right. when you read it? So, and I, I do think, and I did this in my um, work where I, we would be writing papers together. I was always the first draft person. Because I could just get it, I could get 30 pages out there that would be, everybody would know would end up being eight pages. But people would, they look at the blank page and just freeze. And it's like, yeah. Um, you know, so for, I think in some ways it's a deficit in my brain that I ought to have, but it just kind of flows out there. Yeah, that sounds Quickly. like your flow space or when you reach your state of flow. Do you know about that? Like if you're... Um, well, as a hoop dancer or a flow artist, so I can experience that if I'm dancing or spinning for a period of time and you just let go and you find this meditative, like, encapsulated little bubble you find yourself in Mm -hmm. and it just, like, comes out. So sounds like that's what you can tap into pretty easily. That's awesome. 
I could get into it. I wish I knew more of a way to get into it deliberately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when does it present itself? Like, just the stars have to align, and it comes on all of a sudden, or? Yeah, I'm, I'm not really sure. There's a part of me that wants it to be able to to get it to come on more or to direct it, and I, it doesn't for me work that way. It's just it it happens or it doesn't. Now um, I enjoy it when it's here when that when that flow is going, but mm-hmm. to get it there sometimes it's um, it's like I, I it's like if I try to do it then it's not going to come. Yeah. If I wait for it to happen at all. Cool. It'll happen. Um, so what is your science background? I'm an experimental psychologist. <laughs> How is that different from a regular psychologist? Well, I had a dual background in clinical, so I did a lot of clinical practice, uh-huh. but I had an experimental degree. Hmm. And um, I merged the two together. I worked in the prison system as a psychologist for 30-some-odd years, first doing direct service and then doing uh, research. And uh, the experimental background helped me. I mean, I, I was looking at what happens to your eyesight under dim light conditions. Hmm. You know, it's kind of one of these basic areas of science that has no practical application. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I found that to be, I like the learning. I, I found the, um, probably maybe it was my advisor, but he took some of the fun out of writing yeah. at that level. And I didn't do a whole lot with, but I did other publications, and I find I did enjoy the, I enjoy writing in a group. You know, where we we each have a, an area of expertise, and and we'll, we'll each bring something to it, and it'll be a finished product that is the result of the three of ours input, for example. Yeah, I like that. Nice. So, are you two working on any collaborative projects? Or have you tried that, or are you just mostly working on your own and sharing? It, it feels like a collaboration, even though I don't think we have a specific collaborative project. Right. Um, when you were talking about your enjoyment of writing with others, Stephen, I've, I've never really done that. It's always been sort of a solo effort, and I can get lost in that. But I mm-hmm. think one of the greatest things for the for me about this group that we have is is it does feel like a collaboration. What I do is greatly informed by what we do together. And it feels really good to actually be sitting next to another human being and talking about this stuff and refining our craft and evaluating each other's writing. And it feels very collaborative. Um, and I, that, to me, that's been a really great gift of this group. Uh, the, what I would be doing otherwise is sitting in my home alone, you know, trying to become an expert on writing and maybe interact mm-hmm. with this professor by email yeah. from Wisconsin, but it's a solo effort. So mm-hmm. this is a great a great thing for me. It's very collaborative. Are we doing anything collaborative, like in terms of a writing project? Can't think of anything. No, but that's that, that's a good idea. I mean, sometime I would like to, I, I think about um, what we're doing and wondering if that can be turned into some type. Well, you're doing it right here, turning it into a audio article. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't think what you and I are doing is unique, but I do think we. the biggest thing is we both dropped our defenses and have yeah. been pretty vulnerable with mm-hmm. each other. Right. 
Um, I remember, you know, I've gone to French immersion school over in France, and this friend of who came back said she didn't learn as much because she was afraid of making mistakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I, I go over there, and I'm, I, I, I speak up the most. I make the most mistakes, but I also learn the most. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's here, and I'm not sure all the reasons why, but both of us have been able to be pretty vulnerable of saying, here, take a look at this. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me what you think. You know, and, it, and yeah. as you know from us talking about this experience here, you know, I get nervous about sharing. I'm not very good at sharing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but See? it's been it's been really nice. Yeah, we've been really open. So yeah. was that like that from the beginning in your relationship, or how long did you know each other before you started writing together? We've we've known each other for three years. We've been neighbors for three years. 2013, summer of 2013. Mm-hmm. So did you have like that? comfortability with each other right from the beginning? I've always felt uh, a connection to Stephen and have enjoyed talking to him and I, I feel like I've never really held back on personal stuff and Yeah. being open so but your nice. your experience may be different Stephen what do you think? No I, I agree <laughs> Sorry, with you it I'm just wasn't it, it was uh, <laughs> there was an openness there but it wasn't particularly focused on there was no particular focus to it, but I do right. I do think neither of us have been that guarded with each other yeah. for whatever reasons. And then somehow this writing may have come up. And, and part of me, I think I've been looking for some structure. That's one thing I've been, mm-hmm. we've talked about this, since quitting work full time, mm-hmm. you know, I, I find that I just need structure, that I need to know I'm, yeah. I'm getting up and I've got to be here by such and such a time and i got to do this. Mm-hmm. And I think with my writing, I mean, I, I have a, a notebook of old writing, and I was looking through some of it, and I didn't recognize, it has to be mine, but I don't recognize it. <laughs> but I think it was all, uh, it was too unstructured. Yeah. Now, I never did take a creative writing course. I've never done anything like that. And I think that's, um, that's maybe held me back. But I think this is providing a lot of that structure and motivation and the consistency mm-hmm. um, to do it. Yep. Nice. But if you come into this kind of thing guarded, yeah. you're not going to, you know, yeah. if I was afraid to show well my work, I wouldn't get anything out of it and you would get less out of it. You'd be like, why am I doing all the work, all the sharing, all the vulnerability? Right. Mm-hmm. I think one reason it works so well for me is that it's just the two of us. And I'm fortunate to have met someone who has good feedback skills and, you know, all that good stuff. Um, so we have this, a personal connection as well as, you know, the, quali- the quality of our writing and critiquing is, is, is good, I think. Mm-hmm. So I feel more, I tend to open up in a small group. You know? Yeah. I don't think I want to go to a writer's group that has... 12 people. Yeah, yeah. That could change. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's, getting more confident. Like a lot. Well, you don't get as much detailed feedback in yep. a large group. Um, yeah, I like so. having the structure of the group every week, too. That really has helped me a lot. You were talking about 
you know, when does your muse come around and how do you get it to come around and all that. I thought yeah. a lot about that. And um, I'm noticing for me it really helps to have some structure. So the, the structure of the weekly meetings and also some structure in my day, sort of the times that I'm able to put writing as a priority, you know, I kind of put it on the calendar. Right. I know that doesn't maybe doesn't really flush with having your muse just drop by whenever it wants to, mm -hmm. but, you know, um, I find that the times I can actually give myself a couple of hours during the day and sit in the chair in front of the computer or the paper and and give it a shot, you know, I think it, it shows up sometimes. I, sometimes it doesn't, sometimes it does. Mm -hmm. I think it usually does when I am able to step back a little bit and look at myself a little bit and go, you know, um, you got this. You know, you, 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 you have, you've had enough experience now of actually creating something that someone reads and likes Yeah. that, that you just, it's in you. And yeah. so when I can say to myself, it's, it hasn't gone away despite how you feel right now. It's in there somewhere. So take a big breath and, and just yeah. relax and, and, and see what happens. And sometimes I'll just get into sort of a free writing mode just to get lubricated, you know, just to get right. going. And next thing you know, I'm working on some short story and I can't wait to show it to Stephen. So nice. I think structure, back to the circle back, you know, I think the structure is, it, structure sounds like something that might be anti-creative, mm -hmm. but I, in my case, I think it actually facilitates my creativity. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like that goes back to where you started with your scientific writing is all that mm -hmm. structure. Yeah. allowed your mind to be able to open up and yeah. flow a little more creative. Structure plus trusting that it's in there. Yeah. And I didn't trust that before, and that's part of what this group has brought out in me, yeah. a little trust that there is something in there. Yeah, I think that's like a huge thing for artists of any medium is, you know, sometimes you go through periods of that flow stops for yeah. whatever reason, and it could be something in your environment. Maybe you never figure out why it stopped, but... You tend to lose faith in yourself. It's like, oh, maybe I'm not as great as I thought I was, or you know, I'm not connected. I don't know. You just start making up all these different stories. But yeah. and Will is really into meditation, and he has always said this thing about um, making it easier on yourself by recognizing that all these things are just a part of who I am. Mm -hmm. So that's also applying to the positive attributes of your creativity and right. your flow state. Like even if it's not around, it's still a part of who you are and you can always be open to that coming back. And yeah, just be with that. Yeah, interesting. Did I cut you off? No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, so structure can be a good thing. Yeah. So do y'all want to talk about um, any other areas of creative interest? I know, Will, you've got a few things percolating right now. Well, I was going to say something about that. Um, one thing I found is good for me is to have a couple of different projects going on. Yeah. And so when I do give myself that time to do my creative writing, and for whatever reason, it's just you know, just chugging along without anything happening, it's, it's, that's okay, you know, I'm able to be with that too, and then it's nice to have another project going on that, you know, sometimes just getting off the topic and onto something else oh, yeah. lets the fermentation of the first thing happen, and later, 
you know, the next thing you know, oh yeah, I know what I know what Alex should do in this scene in my in my short story, right? Yeah. So, so the other projects I have going on, my my the main one is that I am a, a leadership development coach, and so doing that is 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 creative and and engaging, and uh, I, I find it of interest, and uh, I think it is of service, and that feels good. Um, and I still have my foot in the chemistry side, so. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm still reading the literature, the chemistry literature, and doing a blog, and uh, you know, um, running my little chemistry consulting side. So that's another project that I kind of put on rotation, um, and it feels really good to spread it around for some reason. Yeah. Then I'll get then I'll get too stuck on any one thing, and when I get blocked on it, I get it going to self judgment and like, oh, this is crap. You know, what yeah. am I doing with my life? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's cool how you can feel your creative energy in one direction, and then if you start to learn how to manipulate it, you can just kind of be like, okay, I'm going to take a break, come over to this side now, and um, instead of being in judgment where oh, I came to a block with this story, and I, you know, it's just right. redirecting it, your energy. It feels like this creativity thing is is threaded through all of that. It's yeah. not like, I don't think it is different buckets of creativity. I right. think it's sort of the same thing. And I think working with Stephen and doing the creative writing project has really freed me up and, and allowed me to see that and, and, and own it in different, in different ways. Yeah. Creativity in chemistry, creativity in coaching, creativity in relationships with people, mm-hmm. uh, creativity in writing. Um, so the, when I started off today, I, I was saying, you know, I had this story about myself as not being a creative person, and now I kind of see it everywhere. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, it's been one of the outcomes of our meetings, really. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very good. That's beautiful. Thanks, Stephen. <laughs> like you. <laughs> so, Stephen, do you have any other areas of interest you want to share? That might Photography's been... It is a... Is a, a interest and I'm trying to work um, you know I did a, a sibling art show where mm-hmm. I was the one who was identified as the non-artist but I <laughs> I've always taken photographs and I had some help printing and framing these things and and I did I did good I got a lot of compliments but I also learned that I don't want to do that as a career yeah I kind of like doing it for my own fun so I'm, I'm pursuing photography I also like uh, cooking Hmm. and it's more just trying out different recipes and um, seeing if it how hard was it to make and how good did it taste yeah if it's too hard and it tastes that good then then it's (laughs) out of here so can I ask you a little bit more about that I'm really interested in people who love to cook and how that relates to your because we know that as a writer you have this ability to just open up and let it flow through you is that mirrored in your cooking at all or what's your cooking style does that question make sense it does <laughs> um, I like to start with a recipe and then kind of either change it some for for my taste but there are certain things that I do like if um, that I want to master you know here's how you do this here's how you uh, make a certain dish and so I do like that that part of it. And then I think once you get some of the basics down, you can you can 
be more creative with how it's going to come out. And I, you know, I learned, um, and some of the, you know, like it, it can take a while to master something to where, you know, it's like, okay, I can do that as a, as a routine offering. Yeah. And, and I do like that. Um, I've taken a couple cooking classes, uh, actually one in France and one in Germany. And then, and there's a place in North Hill, Cerro Top, that, yeah. and I want to take some classes there just to learn some things. Yeah, I've heard good things about that place. Well, good. I haven't you tried it yet, it. but I want to, yeah. I, do <laughs> I haven't to. tried it either, but <laughs> I know a couple of people who have. We should all go one night. Sounds yeah, fun to me. totally. I'd love to do that. Let's where do else it. can I? Where else can I turn my creativity loose? I know. Yeah, that sounds fun. So, are you gonna say something else? I think the one day, I, I, and this is just not because you're the interview, but I, I think the yoga has changed me. For one thing, I am shocked that I've stayed with it this long. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're on three and a half years. Yeah, you organize this. So Stephen and Will both take my yoga class every week. So this is how I met them. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's. I think that has um, loosened me up in ways that I'm not. That I don't even have words for yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's been. Um, it's been real helpful, you know. And I hate to say it again, but it, it's—I can't even say how it's why it or how it's helped me. But it, I can feel the, almost like the downstream benefit of of doing it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I, I think that's um, I, this is maybe it's kind of simplistic, but the fact that you've kept telling us to breathe has been mm-hmm. helpful because I think I have a brother and a sister who don't breathe. Yeah. I mean, they just they're either panting or holding their breath. And I think mm-hmm. your emphasis on that has just been um, helpful to, you know, to my my lifestyle. I think it's probably freed up some of my uh, creativity and personal mm-hmm. growth areas. That's awesome. So thank yeah. you. I'm glad to hear That's that. Cool. Yeah, it's funny when you start noticing your breath every day, just not just in class, but in the outside world, um, you do recognize how many people out there are holding their breath. And mm-hmm. if you like try to simulate that within yourself, you can feel it forces you into this stress mode when mm-hmm. you don't get any creative flow in stress mode. Very but, true. Yeah. But yeah, that's great. And um, so, yeah, do you have any input about that, Will? Um, I know you have a breathing and I'm meditation a, I'm a practice. Breather, yeah. Yeah, you breathe (laughs) most of the time. I see you doing that. (laughs) Sorry, what was the question? So just talk about um, maybe your meditation practice and how that relates to your creative side. Um, There's a lot I could say, but maybe just try to be in the context of this conversation. It, it, It really, so part of my meditation intention is to witness myself as a, as a human being in other words, how how human how the human mind and body work uh, is 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 you know we uh, we're adapted to you know have worrisome thoughts and uh, all kinds of things um, stress responses and whatever and 
that just is. And those things just arise unbidden without any, you know, conscious control by myself. And so part of my meditation practices is to witness that stuff and just allow it to come up and let it pass through. Yeah. And so um, when we're talking about creativity, um, it helps me because I can notice the part of me that is self-critical or wants it to be perfect before I get it out the door. It's this fearful part of me that's not wanting to have uh, to be criticized or lose connection with other human beings. I mean, there are all kinds yeah. of things that come up. But the point is, if you if you get better at noticing those things arising and not not taking it personally, it's just part of being a human being, and it mm -hmm. and it'll just pass through and it'll leave some room, some time and energy and room for for things like creativity to come up. So and and a, a part B of that is that for me meditation is very much about moving my my uh, focus. My, the focus of my attention into other parts of the present moment than just my thinking. Hmm. So my, you know, I'm a head type. My, my cognitive stuff is just crazy in there. Yeah. But I have a body too, and I have other senses, and uh, you know, there, you can tune into your internal experience. You know, the 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 air on your skin. You know, your your breathing, um, your smell, um, the sense of other people in the room. Yeah. Uh, there are all kinds of other channels of awareness, and so um, you're talking about breathing, that, that's a big one for me. You know, uh, lots of times during the day, as a result of my meditation practice, I try. I, I'm getting better at, at just take, just having the thought. Okay, check your breathing, mm -hmm. and just follow it for a little while, and give yourself the gift of just attending to your breathing. It's just, I'm just living. I'm alive. I'm breathing, and it's you know helps you get down in your body a little bit. Yeah. Helps move your center of gravity from that place right behind your eyes down into another part of the world, you know, mm -hmm. internally or even outside in, in the world. Yeah. Sorry, kind of going on, but... Uh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so breathing is, is the gateway, is, is a gateway. It's a very powerful gateway, actually, to finding the present moment yeah. and being a witness to what is happening, whether it's internal or external. Yeah. Yeah, and I think with yoga, I really like the idea of staying with it when it gets hard. Mm -hmm. And like when you feel like there's this stuck thing or you're wishing your body would do something a little bit more, a little bit different and getting into that uh, area that you're talking about of just accepting what it is right now and letting it be there yeah. without judging it too much. Um, yeah, that helps me a lot with just coming back down off of like if I'm in a time of high anxiety which happens to me pretty often <laughs> and I come to my mat or to a breathing practice um, mm. it really helps me drop in and get out of judgment at least a little bit um, so you can be a creative yes. conduit I guess cool. well, I don't know where you said where you heard it but it you said something about writing that you need to be, let's say, at your desk every morning at nine o'clock, so your the muse knows where to find you. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. a Stephen King quote. Okay, yes. but I, I I like that because I think it's the same thing where you can yeah. 
if you can either be physically at some place or be psychologically at a place where your muse says, okay, there, there she is. I can, now I can, mm. you know, I can. That's been helpful to me to hear that. And I think in this, in both contexts. That's neat. Yeah. Very cool. Is there anything else that either of you are just dying to share with the listeners? <laughs> No. I, I think it's it's kind of exciting to see where this writers group is going to go, and I, and I do agree that um, I mean the, the current membership is good. It would it would <laughs> it would raise another sense of vulnerability to bring in somebody else. Yeah. Um, and it may not be you know they may not be simpatico with what we how we do things, but I do think there's there's other things further in our future that we don't know about at this point. I agree. Yeah. So. I, agree. I totally trust this. I, I thought about this too. Are we limiting ourselves by just having the two of us? But it doesn't feel like it. It feels very creative and in flow and I look forward to it. I get energy about it um, and and if that needs to change in some way at some point, I trust we will make that transition. I'm not worried about it. Yeah. It's working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels like you guys have this really sacred creativity bubble that you've created. And, um, I mean, you're both getting so much out of it as writers and as friends. And it's definitely, I can see it's um, building your relationship in a very unique way. And it's funny how we always want to judge stuff like that. Is it? I don't know if that's part of being an introvert in an extroverted world. Like oh, I should include more people in yeah. this thing, but why? Why do you have to do that? I don't think that's necessary for for everyone. I agree. Yeah. I think that might have something, just that concept of like, oh, I should branch out and I don't know. I don't think that no, works does, for everyone. It does feel like a sacred space right now yeah. to me. Yeah. Uh, I notice we have a meeting on the schedule for tomorrow morning and I'm, when I think about that, I get a sense in my body of just like, oh, yeah, I'm, mm. I'm really glad that's on the calendar. That feels like a, I can't really put words on it. It's it's a, yeah. it's a place on my calendar that just feels really good to be there. Right. Well, it's interesting that you're a coach, you're yeah. a life coach, and Stephen is a former um, psychologist, so you can share in something even deeper, just kind of naturally connecting with that and being yeah. uh, open and yeah. good listeners and good observers. And We often start with a little check-in at the beginning and That's you know nice. sometimes it's just personal stuff and whatever. And yeah. But we're pretty dedicated to getting down to you know what we're up to. And so it's in both, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, sounds awesome. Well, I'm really happy for you guys and I am so appreciative that you we're brave enough to come and speak with me and share so much. Well, thank you. It's, it's, it is fun. It's been fun. Good. I'm so, glad. Thank you, Mindy. This has been a real pleasure. Thanks. I love what you're up to here. <laughs> thank you. All right. So um, I'll provide some links to get in touch with Stephen and Will if you'd like to talk to them more and hear about... Uh, their process, what they're doing, and maybe some of their other projects they're involved with right now.